Hello, I'm Demetra, and today's leadership quote comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. A good leader inspires people to have confidence in the leader. A great leader inspires people to have confidence in themselves. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. Thank you so much for listening all around the world. And here's your host, my dada. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you're having a good week. It's episode 99. We are almost to episode 100, which is really exciting. Thanks so much for your support, for your reviews, your Apple Podcast ratings. Thanks for um, your support about my book and purchasing the audiobook and the paperback and the Kindle version and leaving an Amazon review. And um, thanks for joining us on our weekly Zoom chats and our Slack community and our Facebook group uh, and our premium membership. If you're new to the podcast and you're wondering what all that's about, check out leaderassistant.com slash community. Leaderassistant.com slash community. Uh, join us in our free groups and in our paid membership or at one of our events. Take care and enjoy this episode. Oh yeah, and as a disclaimer, it's 1 a.m. on a Saturday morning and that's why my voice sounds sleepy. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Leader Assistant Podcast. It's your host, Jeremy Burrows, and today I'm speaking with Demetra Zografos. Demetra, how's it going? Wonderful, Jeremy. Um, down here in Melbourne, Australia, we're well. Thank you so much um, for the opportunity to join you today, Jeremy. And I'd like to congratulate you for the outstanding Leader Assistant book that you recently published. Outstanding. And I cannot thank you enough on behalf of every EA in the world for being such a great advocate for a profession that still is undervalued but yet so valuable in the success of every organization. So congratulations, and I wish you continued success. Thank you, Demetra. I really appreciate it. It's been a wild ride and just very, <laughs> very exciting to have it out. And actually, it's funny you mentioned that because just before um, hopping on our call, I literally got an, just got an email that said that my audiobook has been approved and is just wow. just released on Audible. Um, and so well done. I'm very, very excited to get the audiobook out too. It's been a couple months waiting for that to get approved. So thank you. How long was this journey, Jeremy, uh, in terms of thinking about what you wanted to write about? You wanted to do a book and then off you went. A couple, two or three years? Yeah, I mean, I've or a kind bit longer of, than that. Yeah, I've, I've been writing for four years or more than four years. And then I've been kind of had it on the back of my mind and had some notes and tried to, um, you know, just keep, keep it, uh, at t- top of mind. But then as far as just getting down to it, it probably was more like a, you know, from getting the outline locked in and then just starting to crank on it. It was probably, I don't know, four months, six months. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, hey, you're an EA, right? (laughs) Right. Figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Only EAs get get done things that quickly. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Well, let's, uh, yeah, let's just jump right in. What, uh, 
tell us a little bit about your experience, um, your career, and um, you know, you're an EA. Are you currently an EA? Or you know, how long have you been an EA? All that kind of fun stuff, and we'll we'll get right into it. Um, thank you, Jeremy. Very excited to be sharing a little bit about my journey because that's um, that's the best way we learn from from each other. Um, for me, back in '94, Crown the Crown Entertainment Complex was going to they won the bid to actually build a casino and an entertainment facility. So I joined Crown in '90 back in '94 as the accounts payable supervisor to set up systems and procedures and policies, and I was one of their very first employees. So being involved in a project that big was was a phenomenal experience. But what I didn't know that 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 year, 94, was actually going to change my life forever. And the EA role title had just come in. You know, executive assistant had just come, had just hit the market in 94. And our chief operating officer, six months into my accounts payable role, said, you know, Demetra, his, his name, a beautiful man called Nigel Morrison, said, I'd like you to work for me. And I said, oh, well, I do, you know, do through, through finance. He goes, no, no, I actually want you to be my EA. And I kid you not, Jeremy, I actually had a little chuckle. And I said, Nigel, you know, I can't type. You know, I just, I've got a finance background. And I'll never forget his words. He said, he said to me, Jeremy, Demetra, anyone can type but you have what it takes to multi-skill at the top. And again, going back to that quote, great leaders inspire you, great leaders take you on their journey. And just quickly, why? Why me is the important thing here. Why did he choose me with no C-suite experience? And I guess these values, these traits, these behaviours was fundamental in the incredible successful journey I've had as an EA and I've helped others do the same. So for me, I've always had the, you know, the thirst to understand what keeps you up at night? What keeps a CEO up at night? What keeps leaders up at night? Have curiosity, which is exactly what I demonstrated at Crown. Ask questions, got involved in the business and got to speak to everybody in the business how could I help? How can I fill the gaps? Wasn't afraid to ask questions. I guess showed leadership, showed empathy and made everybody matter. Everybody, I cared for every person that I met. And I guess showing such behaviours and strong work ethic and values early on, I was developing my own personal brand without even realising it. And we went to achieve some amazing, amazing things together. So that hasn't changed, Jeremy. That has not changed in it doesn't matter 20, 30 years down the track. If anything, the role is now more strategic than ever. So demonstrating those behaviours, being your true authentic self, putting your hand up, using your voice, understanding the business is critical, absolutely critical. So, yeah, that was the beginning of an incredible journey that uh, that I, you know, went on to do other things when things changed and moved into a couple of other organisations where, again, I left uh, my my legacy and my, my um, I guess, uh, made some, some, some great success stories. From that point throughout your career and then to the EA Circle, which um, we'll talk a little bit more about the EA Circle, but um, 
I'd love to just kind of hear how that came to be, what your role is now, kind of where, where are you now, that kind of a... Sure, sure, Jeremy. Once I moved on from Crown, Jeremy, I um, uh, had a couple of other corporate roles, but I eventually ended up two years after that, uh, sorry, four years after that, at a global URS company called URS, a global engineering company, which was taken over by ACOM. And when I arrived at URS, I thought, wow, I could do this job with my eyes shut. It's, it's uh, you know, it's a bit, bit slower pace than I'm used to. What am I going to do? Do I go back into an environment where it's go, 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 go? Because if I'm going to be away from my children, I have two beautiful children, by the way. They're young adults now. Uh, my son's 22 and my daughter's 20. But at the time, I've always worked full-time. And to be a full-time mum and to have a, a career is, is, is not easy. But you can do it if you take your children on a journey. And that was the thing. And this is what has also gravitated to so many people on the journey that I've met, especially full-time working mothers like me. Um, if I was going to give up my time away from home to work full-time, it was really important. I made a conscious decision that I was not going to bring home just money. I was actually going to bring home an experience to share with my children and hopefully leave a legacy. And then this whole new world opened up. I thought, okay, I can add strategic value in this business. I've set up new systems. What am I going to do more to make every moment count? And the most amazing, amazing experience happened, another life-changing experience. I thought I speak it uh, through this journey. I had time to develop more as a person. So I started public speaking because I wanted to make a difference to other EAs who were coming through the ranks. I started mentoring. I became an ambassador for the business. This is all me. I truly believe you create your own opportunities if what you do you take seriously. I've always reflected how do people see me? Am I making the difference that I want to make? And I thought, well, I'm speaking at conferences, I'm networking, I'm speaking at events, I'm mentoring. What's there for me in this country that I could grow and become more of a thought leader? And I found the EA Circle. So for me, I was looking for an environment where I could come together in a confidential environment where I could learn and leverage from other professional, like-minded EAs. But I'll talk to you about the EA Circle a little bit later. But for my journey through the EA Circle, I found my voice. So this beautiful man, John Caragunas, who is now my boss, but uh, he's one of the most inspirational thought leaders I've ever met. And when he bought the CEO Circle... 10, 12 years ago, he felt it's just as lonely at the top as it is for the EAs, as it is for the CEOs. So he started the EA Circle and that journey for me helped me articulate more who I was as an EA through learning and the people around me. But I'll quickly go back to that as we move into the EA Circle. But my time at URS was phenomenal. So through my thought leadership and the development of my strategic thinking, I was now opening doors for the business, which is what I call EA engagement. I'll give you an example. And we have the power as EAs to do that. We have an incredible network. Our bosses don't. But collectively, all our network, we can make things happen. So one of my executives when I was at URS, 
we were bidding for a, for a job and he was having a very challenging afternoon and had forgotten that maybe, just maybe, someone in my network could could potentially, we could organise an appointment with a specific minister that he needed to see. So I asked what was the problem and he said, we'd like an appointment with such and such a minister and we just can't make it happen. Well, within 10 minutes I was on the phone and we actually made that happen. So I guess my point, and we did win the job, but I guess my point here is think outside the square. How can my network as an EA add value to the business, add value to my executive, add value to the leadership team? Wow. You do things like that, as you know, Jeremy, any executive would put your right-hand person to them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah? You hear where I'm coming from? Oh, yeah. I think that there's often times where our executives might, need something or need to connect with somebody and yeah, we can reach out to if if we've invested in our own network, um, then we can connect with other EAs and, you know, make stuff happen. It's, it's underestimated. And and just um, when we're just talking on that uh, whole piece, just briefly, um, Jeremy, in terms of the networking piece, it's so important to be able to utilise your networks appropriately to the benefit of everyone. I remember when I went to Western Union when I moved on from um, URS when they were taken over by another company and I, my role was made redundant. This is the role just before the EA Circle, another wonderful executive, Simon Glenn Denning. When I arrived on the first day, we had lunch with, with Simon. And these are the questions I asked. Now imagine... Imagine he's sitting there thinking, wow, it's very powerful. I said, Simon, what keeps you up at night? What are your goals, you know, for the next three to five years? What are your priorities and your KPIs? Because if I understand that, I can help him achieve that. Just the look on his face was priceless. And Simon acknowledged me in my role as an EA from day one. So he positioned me and my role to be recognised and valued within the business, empowering me to add even more value and to make a difference. And from that, I also went along and I actually did the same with all of um, Simon's, uh, you know, direct reports because I felt if I understood what their priorities were, then I'd be able to actually bring it all together. Like John, my boss, says, we connect the dots we piece things together and we make things happen. And just, just on the word of um, um, networking, John wrote a beautiful book called Why I Wrote This Book for Greater Success. And one of the things he talks about is the art of connecting. And connecting, he talks about, is actually interacting with people. So, you know, it is an essential part of us to grow and learn. However, it's so important that in doing so we stay true, stay true to ourselves and we build meaningful, beneficial relationships because I think that's what's powerful when you do pick up that phone or when you need to have something that you need to follow through through for your executive. So a lot of wonderful stuff, uh, I, I guess, in particular with Western Union. Um, Jeremy, it was a much younger environment that I'd ever worked in and I had to adjust my thinking and how I was going to add value in a different way. And again, as EAs, I think 
being adaptable is 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 it has is given, but the key again to the success of our role is getting involved in the business and understanding the business. Yeah. And from Western Union, I yeah moved on to to the EA Circle, which I. I can talk a little bit about if there's nothing else you wanted to ask me in relation just to some of those key learnings from my journey. Yeah, I would love to hear maybe this, this kind of could be a good segue to the EA circle, but um, talk a little bit about how you've sought out developing your skills and growing your, your, you know, professional development and then how that ties in with what the EA circle does. With um, with the, the professional development, in terms of there's two, there's two sides to this. One of it is all the soft skills, the upskilling, always staying relevant with what's what's out there, and that's doing. You know, I guess now with the internet, you can learn anything. Um, but the key thing is, yes, you can go off and do courses, and I didn't do a lot of that on the journey because I tend to have learned a lot of things on the job and through other people. But the key is uh, uh, surrounding yourself with people who believe in you and also sharing best practice. What are others doing in, what are other C-suiteas doing in their world, in their everyday uh, environment that you can learn and leverage? And this is where, for me, um, it became really powerful with the EA Circle, you know, because it is all around thought leadership and that, sharing of insights, ideas with professional peers, you know, with the view of, you know, towards collaborative problem solving, having a sounding board, having an independent chair who chaired our forums and our meetings for me as a member, I just blossomed and I kept up to date with the network that I had created within the EA Circle and then from there built from the people I was meeting through that forum because, um, we, you know, these people would become long lifetime friends also. So staying relevant is really important by connecting with other professionals and also keeping tabs of what's happening in particular with technology these days because that's an important part of our work. But the real crux of it is insights, problem-solving, thought leadership, and that is the people we surround ourselves that is really powerful to give us that shared knowledge and wisdom, which is priceless. Yeah, I love how you said the people around us. It's such a, there's so much we can learn from the executives we work with, the VPs, the directors on our team and, you know, clients and potential customers and investors we can learn so much just from the people that we interact with day in and day out. So that's a great, great point. But curiosity, I think, is really important, Jeremy. You, you, you know, it is a great profession. And it's, it's um, I really encourage EAs to, you know, really think deeper. You know, what does this role mean for them? Are they in the right role? Are they working for the right VP, CEO, executive to the values of the business, you know, I absolutely adore John and everything he stands for. And I've been pretty lucky with my executives. It's not always been like that. It has been most of the time. But if those values don't align, if we don't speak the same language, if we don't feel the same way about people, it's not worth it. You will never grow 
and blossom in an environment that your values aren't aligned, you can't be your true authentic self um, because that's when you can perform your best because with being in that right environment gives you purpose and passion which ultimately makes a difference. And what you said before, learning also from executives, that's that's one of the golden things that I also find within our EA circle. Our chairs who chair our meetings have that knowledge because they are they are a CEO or a board member. You know, to have I guess a dedicated resource, you know, of of that level of, of CEO intellect as you know, is gold and it's not something we can easily get from our executives because they are busy, yeah? Yeah, this is true, this is true. Well, tell us a little bit about the EA Circle and what what it is and um, even just how we can find out more about it or who, who's it for and all that fun stuff. That's for, the way it works is how I described in terms of our meetings with, you know, groups of EAs who come together um, with no conflicts of interest around the table and the meetings that each group come together with six half days a year are chaired by an independent chair and there's various topics that we table from, you know, what what's top of mind to also what, what is topical. Uh, for example, I noticed uh, one of your workshops that are coming up, you know, is around COVID-19 and how do you negotiate salary? Um you know, at the moment with so much going on. So whatever's topical for our EAs, um, the group decides what it is that they want to talk about from one meeting meeting to the next. But it's that shared knowledge and experience that is really powerful and the opportunities that, that come out of that. Um, what would you say, Jeremy, just from, you know, obviously, you know, all our people are Australia-based, but, yes, we, we do connect with people overseas within our network just to stay in touch. But... Anything that stands out for you, for me at the moment, I think what's really critical is that we stay even more relevant remotely than ever before by staying even more connected with the business. Would you agree from what you're seeing from your side of the world? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's so critical to, we have to be more intentional about it now that a lot of us are working remote um, and there, you know, we may still be remote for quite a while. Um, I think it's just, we have to be more intentional about reaching out to other executives, team members, departments, checking in, sitting in on, on video calls, joining the chat thread group, um, for that department and just trying to be more aware of what's going on in the organization so that you can keep that keep a finger on the pulse, um, even while we're disconnected, um, not in a, maybe not physically in an office, um, but thankfully we can use the technology and stay connected in that way. But I do think it requires a little bit more intentionality because you're not going into the break room to grab your lunch. You're not going to the water cooler. You're not grabbing coffee in the break room. So yeah, I think it's, uh, more just requires a little bit more intentional. It has to be more intentional, more um, and, and the same goes with, uh, you know, uh, in the last couple of weeks, our EAs have been talking around, you know, uh, they're inviting themselves to meetings 
obviously before the meeting. They don't just rock up virtually. Um, But even more so getting involved in the business to stay even more connected and and finding even more ways how to um, add even more value because there will be areas within the business our skills could be used and that normally you wouldn't have the time to be able to given you're in the office working full on what you're doing with your executive. So that's another great way. People will not, executives will not forget those people during this time that have stood up and have gone above and beyond. Yeah. And I, I think we have the power in our roles to be able to, 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 be able to do that. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I'm very happy to answer some of the other questions that we could, because we've talked a, a little, quite a bit about the journey Jeremy and, of course, my, you know, the ES circle and what we do, but happy to also just talk a little bit more about some of the other questions that you asked me to think about, if there's any of those you'd like me to just to elaborate on. Yeah, actually, one one question I'd like to ask is if you could snap your fingers and instantly give all assistants more of something, what would it be? (laughs) The opportunity to use their voice, definitely the opportunity to step up and use their voice um, because every assistant, every person has something to take. And I think we're, because we have to be, the role is so much more sophisticated today than it has ever been. You know, EAs have got so much to offer so think about the business, think of where you can add value. Again, I keep going back to that, but it's so important. We have to be able to add value um, in order to stay relevant and to stay people interested in us to give us that opportunity. So um, definitely to, to think how you can be even more of a linchpin in your business. Are you ready to elevate your career in 2024? I'm Maggie Olson, founder of Nova Chief of Staff Certification, the first of its kind online course for aspiring and existing chiefs of staff. With curriculum taken directly from on-the-job responsibilities, Nova's self-paced learning modules provides you with hands-on experience so you can feel competent and confident moving into a chief of staff style role. It's the perfect next step for executive assistants. Head to leaderassistant.com slash Nova to learn more, grab the syllabus and enroll today. Yeah. So what's one example of something that an assistant listening can do to add value to their executive and company? Um, Harry A's, I was talking to the other day, her executive has been appointed to, you know, he's taken on a more senior role. And, and she asked him, you know, uh, let's just say his name is John. Yeah, John, you've picked up this new part of the business. Can we break it down? Can we have a look at what are the things that you've now picked up? And that may well be of, you know, his new KPIs. But parts of the business that we could break down that I could look at that is at the moment incumbent and how, how are you okay if I go and ask some questions in these various parts of the business because that could mean that we could improve processes and that's exactly what she did and in, in this instance 
it just so happened that um, people weren't doing their training modules and that's the bane of a lot of EAs. You know, they have to make sure, for example, the leadership team or whoever their teams are that they manage, make sure that each person does the compulsory training. And it just wasn't happening. Great suggestion. Why don't we make it one of the KPIs of each person that in order for them, for example, to get their bonus um, or whatever the incentive is, that they have to complete on time their training modules. That was actually implemented. And the business is saving thousands of dollars in time in that now being done seamlessly. Yeah? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing how... So she took the time to just ask the questions. Yeah, I was going to say, it's amazing how just asking the right question can lead to so much impact. So she used her voice, asked the questions, got permission. Is it okay? You don't just tramp around everywhere. Of course, you just... And also keeping your boss informed always in what you're doing is just so important because then they have your back and you have their, have, have their back. Um, but asking those questions, being curious is so important. And I'm sure there's ways of, you know, you could be seeing your boss, Jeremy, do something a certain way and think, no, actually, we could do this differently or better, or someone within the business or your leadership team or anyone. And I'm always open to doing things better. I don't know it all and I love learning from other people um, because that's how we can be the best version of ourselves. Tell us about your biggest mistake, one of your biggest mistakes that you made as an assistant and what you learned from it. Oh, yes. It's very early on at URS. Um, We were actually looking at um, purchasing a small business part of our bigger business. And um, the particular gentleman who owned the business, uh, the CEO, you know, we'd got to know him really well. He was a lovely man. And I'm a very people's person, so, you know, always made him extremely feel welcome and supportive and et cetera and special and da-da. And I sent some documents to him that weren't supposed to go to him. I was actually included. Yeah, I sent some documents to him that I shouldn't have sent to him. Those documents were actually supposed to go to our head office. Um, and I pressed that send button, as I think we've all done. Um, I've never done it again, touch wood. And I went, oh, my God, oh, my God. And again, you know, I was so excited about this person and, again, slowing down. I should have slowed down and I didn't. So I went into my boss and I did the best thing that I could have done and I said, um, this is this is what's just happened and I'm sorry, but this is the truth and if it means I lose my job over this, fair enough. I take responsibility uh, with my actions and what I did. And he said to me, Demetra, the fact that you've come in here and you've owned up and you're honest, that speaks volumes. Show me what you did and I did. And he said, look, if anything, it actually demonstrates, if anything, it helped what we were doing because it showed the particular organisation that we were interested in buying, that we were in their favour, we really liked them. It could have gone very differently. Um, but... The fact that I owned up um, was really important. Um, that brought my boss and I even closer because he could trust me, I guess, even more. And I never, I, you know, before I send that send, 
I'm a bit slow these days <laughs> just to make <laughs> sure that never, ever happens again, <laughs> mm. as I'm sure we've all done it, right? Even recall isn't isn't sometimes quick enough uh, yeah. if you've done something really, you know, sensitive information that's gone out. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, what what makes an assistant a leader? What makes um, a, an assistant a leader? I think it's a combination of um, a combination of things. I think I loved in your book, and this is what I wrote down because I couldn't have said it better, Jeremy. And if you don't mind, I'm going to quote it because I love it. Leadership is an act, a practice, a discipline to take care of people around us. It is about strength, integrity, gratitude, fortitude, practice, empathy, and generosity. And I think, you know, that's that 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 sums it all. So on top of that, to be able to think strategically in taking care of everyone, ensuring everyone is on track. And all those other things that I said too, understanding the business, using your voice, having influence where you can, are all leadership skills. But it is a role that it is, and I think we shouldn't be afraid to do all those things that I just described in how you define it in your book, um, and make it make it the best role that you want for yourself. Because again, you know, I smile. If you could see my face, I'm smiling because I'm so proud of this profession in what we can do, and you know, um, I've got a few in, in male EA circle members who are absolute superstars and, um, you know, just seeing them take on a leadership role within their business is fantastic. So, yeah, definitely strength, integrity, gratitude, fortitude. Just demonstrate those behaviours we take for granted, I think, is great leadership um, skills to have and to use every day. Yeah. Well, Demetra, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Um, any final words of wisdom for our listeners? Um, thank you, Jeremy. I think, you know, just to to, um, to 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 wrap up, I think it's important to just to sum up. You know, always make you know make every day count. In whatever you choose to do, because we're only we're only on this in this life for a short time, and we can all leave our legacy. Every one of us. How do you want us? How do you want to be remembered? I think is really important. And I'd like to share just a, a couple of thoughts from, from John John's book um, regarding legacy, because I think everything we do and the journey that we're on, hopefully, will leave the world a slightly better place than the what we found it. And John talks about a true test of whether we have succeeded in life is by the mark we leave on our family, friends and colleagues. And the decisions we make, the actions we take, will determine our mark and our legacy. So for him, he says, I know my why and I know my authentic self. I live it every day but I don't know it all and I am forever learning, evolving and growing as a person. So I'm on a journey of discovery, honouring the past, excited about the future. 
and most importantly focused on the here and now. So I'd love to leave you with, because you're doing everything you're doing, you're going to leave an incredible legacy, Jeremy, and we all matter. So I hope even if one thing people take away from what I've shared today is make every moment count and make memories that will last a lifetime and leave impression for other people because what's small for us might be significantly life-changing for somebody else. So thank you so much for the opportunity to join you today. I wish you continued success. Great, great way to wrap it up, Demetra. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll, we'll post the links to... Ha- on, um, We'll post the links for your LinkedIn and the EA Circle and how people can get a hold of you um, in the show notes. Thank you. And yeah, that hopefully people will reach out and say hi and connect. And yeah, thanks again. Happy to help anyone, even if people are in a different part of the world, because you know what? That's how we learn. So happy to connect and learn and leverage from each other. Thank you. Thanks again for listening. Check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 99. That's leaderassistant.com slash 99. Talk to you soon. Please review on Apple Podcasts. GoBullows.com